Hi there, I'm Jenna, and welcome to Butterfly Banter. I'm so glad you're here. This is a show to share my journey as a woman with Turner Syndrome, and a show to share stories of others that are affected by Turner Syndrome. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And now, let the banter begin. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Butterfly Banter. So glad to have you here today. I'm super excited today. I have Emily, who is another fellow podcaster on today, and her podcast is Turner Syndrome Talk and Tea. Um, Emily, could you say a hello to everybody? Hi, everyone. Hi, Jenna. (laughs) Hello. Um, So excited to have you today. I was just... um, I just had the wonderful opportunity to be on Emily's podcast, and now she is a guest on mine. So we're very excited to chat again and bring some more awareness to Turner Syndrome. Yeah. So Emily, tell us a little bit about your journey so far with Turner Syndrome, and um, we're we're definitely going to get into your podcast and how that all came about, but um, I'd like to just hear a little bit first about your journey as a woman with Turner Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was diagnosed at nine months old. I wouldn't settle. I kept on crying, and I think, if I remember rightly, every time they put me on a certain side, like as they put me down to sleep, I kept on crying on that certain side mm-hmm. and they went to go and get it checked out and I think it was something to do with my kidneys and I think that's how it all came about oh okay um yeah so they were they were they thought it was something with the kidneys and so did yeah, they do so tests for to, that yeah so I had to have a pyeloplasty um I don't know if you know what that is. Um, I don't know in great like medical detail, but it was an operation on my kidney when I was quite young. Um, and then I've still got a scar from it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then I had the blood test, and then I was involved in this family. Was that the only... Um, so that was the first kind of indication that you had... something going on and then um i'm assuming then since they did blood work for the the kidney test and everything and um that's how they discovered the turner syndrome yeah i think so because i was still really really little at nine months old so i have a short fourth toe so that wouldn't have been discovered then because my all my toes would have been short Mm-hmm. And I would have just been tiny anyway, so they wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wasn't walking. I was late at walking. Um, but that was after the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel that Turner Syndrome has kind of affected you growing up? I mean, you've obviously grown up knowing that you had Turner Syndrome. And um, mm-hmm. what kind of effects has that had on you? Have you had other health issues through your life? Um, 
I wouldn't say I don't have any other health issues. I have health issues related, all related to Turner syndrome. So I have the aortic dissection, aortic dilatation, sorry, mm -hmm. of the heart, which I got diagnosed with a year before last, maybe, I think. Also um, fairly recently then. Yeah, yes. I mean, obviously, I've always had it, but it's just been picked up then. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had countless ear operations, countless grommets in my ears. And, yeah, so lots of hospital appointments, but when you start young, it's <laughs> all you ever know, so you just go with it. Yeah, it just kind of becomes something that you um, get used to, I guess, so to speak. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, how was how was school for you? I know a lot of Turner Syndrome women, and you know, we we kind of struggle through school. Was was school difficult for you, or was it pretty easy for you? So I went to a specialist school because um, I have dyslexia as well. Um, but all of the schools I've been at have been really small, quite intimate class sizes, which is great because my hearing, um, I needed to be like at the front. Mm -hmm. And then I had like one-to-one -one lessons to help me with certain subjects, which was really, really helpful. So on a whole, school has been really positive. I can't complain about school at all. Well, that's great. I think that's a a perfect example of what a lot of Turner syndrome girls could probably use is that, is that mm -hmm. kind of smaller, um, you know, smaller environment, more one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's great. So did you, did you go to college um, after high school? So I went to college in the UK. We call college, college and university university mm -hmm. so your college is our university but I didn't go to university um, and I studied health and social care and child care mm -hmm. um, child care was not for me so <laughs> I went on a placement and yeah it was not for me and I just I really like the social aspect of health and social care mm-hmm and so what are you what are you doing now um, for a job that that you that you're enjoying hopefully? So I'm in a care home in a small care home in the UK. Um, it's a about 19 bed care home and it's it's really nice. It's really cute. It's really homely. Oh good. It's really homely and I love it. Good. So I'm glad you ended up, you know, doing something that you enjoyed. That's so important, and and sometimes that's hard yeah. to find. So that's so important. Yeah, I was, I was really lucky to find it, because um, I went to I went on placement. It was my last placement before my course finished, and then I just said to them, "Can I have a job? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just really like it here." And then they gave me one. Oh, and that six years out. later. Worked out perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> was meant yeah, to be. Yeah, so I was really lucky. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Definitely. So you have 
so you have a podcast, such you're a podcaster like me. What what mm-hmm. brought about your pro- what brought about your podcast and what prompted you to start raising awareness for Turner syndrome? Mm-hmm. So I've done a few like charity not charity. I've done a few um challenges for the Turner Syndrome Sports Society UK to try and fundraise for them. And I was quite successful in that. Um, and I do a goals list every year. And on one of them, the year just gone, I just I just wanted to be on a single podcast episode talking about Turner Syndrome. Mm-hmm. So and I, I emailed around like these big podcasts. And I was like, I want to be on. Either I got no reply or a no. And then... I have a life coach, and then she said, why don't you just create a podcast? And I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's how Turner Syndrome Talking to you started. Well, that's awesome. So what made you pick the um, the name Turner Syndrome Talking Tea? I just love that, <laughs> and I've always been curious where that, where that name came from. Okay, so one thing <laughs> that has never left me since school is I always remember the rule of three and alliteration from English because mm-hmm. I think that they, they're really powerful. They stick. Mm-hmm. People just remember them. And then, yeah, and then uh, I wasn't, like, trying to look for a name, trying to sort a name out, and then it just came to me. Sounds really cliche, but it did just come into me as an idea. And I was like, yeah. I have to write that down. <laughs> well, I love it. It's such it's it just rolls off the tongue and it just and it just yeah. fits the whole UK vibe with the tea and everything and I mean, Yeah, it's just, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's wonderful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I I appreciate everything you're doing to raise awareness. There's I, I know of oh, probably about a handful of other podcasters so I know that there's mm-hmm. others like us out there that are trying to wa- raise awareness, and I just think it's wonderful that you're doing that. Oh, thank you. Likewise, likewise. <laughs> I appreciate it's that. Just, it's a different way of spreading awareness, isn't it? Well, yeah, and, and I've just been current... amazed. I've been amazed at how far and wide you that you can really reach with a podcast. I know that might sound kind of silly, but it's just been amazing realizing, oh my gosh, oh, like we can reach people from all over the world right oh, from where I've we're been at. amazed as well. Yeah. <laughs> I've been amazed as well. Like just this morning, I checked my, because um, I recorded Anchor, the app called Anchor, um, and it gives you a rundown of where you've been played. And just this morning, I've been played in Canada as well. Oh, that's awesome. Which, mind-blowing. <laughs> to add to my other list. Well, I've um, been amazed, yeah. too, that I've been able to interview. Um, I've had interviews from Australia, UK, mm, oh, UK wow. now, and yeah. um, Puerto Rico. And it's just been amazing to me. And it's so easy, isn't it? Online. Yes, it, it really makes is. it more accessible. Definitely. So, what's your yeah. favorite part of you've you've had several um, episodes now that you've 
have out mm-hmm. of your podcast. And mm-hmm. uh, so you've been doing it for a little bit now. What would you say is your favorite part of having a podcast about Turner syndrome? Um, I would just say, well, could you repeat that? I didn't catch a word. What's what's been your favorite part of of your podcast of doing your podcast? What's been your greatest mm-hmm. you know joy in doing that? Re- having a routine every week, I love. Like it's not a regimented routine. Um, I do like little bits here and there throughout the week, but I love like getting it ready, and I'm just starting to read books about podcasts. Mm-hmm. as well I just love I just love podcasts and I just love Turner Syndrome talking to you I mean I know I'm biased <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love how accessible it is and how and how intimate it can feel yeah definitely yeah for sure I would definitely agree with that um, you're definitely a- ahead of me in the game because I don't do podcasts weekly I'm I bow down to you I <laughs> that you that you're able to do it every week because that's that's incredible and that really oh, thank you. yeah I I I have a great appreciation for that as a podcaster because it's not easy I barely can get my every two weeks in <laughs> just between you know everything going on you know just life you know yeah and yeah this is it yeah, for you to be able to do it every week is just amazing to me. So I'm, oh, I, I think you. that's wonderful. <laughs> so in the lead up, in this week before Christmas, yeah. I'm releasing three. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, so the day you're listening to this on Monday, yeah, I'll release one, then Wednesday, then Friday. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm um, I'm definitely yeah. impressed because I know that oh, I I'm I love podcasting, but that's that's a lot, and you're you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. You you just a lot of organization, <laughs> a lot of organization, and like you said, if you because I work part time, and it's just, it makes it slightly easier because I have more time on my hands for yeah. it. Yeah. And I don't have any kids or anything like that. Yeah. Spe- speaking of that, that leads me into another question. How have you been able to kind of come to terms with the infertility piece of, I know this is kind of a personal and tough question, so, mm-hmm. if, you know, but um, I think it's important for other women to hear kind of how we have come to terms with that infertility piece how did yeah. you how oh, did definitely. you come to terms with that for yourself? So my parents, when I was a little baby, I used to play with dolls. And um, when I was a toddler, I used to play with dolls and say, "Can I have a baby?" Aww. And then they used to say to me, "You can with a special doctor." Oh. So it's always been imprinted in my brain that I could mm-hmm. go with a special doctor. Hmm. And it's really it's quite strange now um i've come to realize i'm not that fussed about children mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> not that i don't like them but it's just i don't like mollycoddle them or anything whenever i see one mm-hmm. and i think i've come to the realization that maybe it's 
save me protecting myself. Yeah, because I know well that it's funny. Funny is not the traditional way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it is that, but it's quite interesting. Yeah, and that could. Yeah, like you said, it could just be you. That's how you're kind of t- coming to terms with it. But I think what. Yeah. But I think that it's also important to realize that it's okay if you aren't comfortable or ready to have kid. You know, have kids. And it's okay mm-hmm. if you if you don't choose to have kids. So maybe that's just yeah, not, exactly. You know, um, I know that's hard for Turner syndrome women and girls to come to grips with and to hear. But you know, fam, like I've said a million times, you know, families are made up in all kinds of ways, and just mm. because you don't have you may you might not end up having children, doesn't mean that you're any less of anything. You know what I mean? They're yeah, you're not exactly. any less. Exactly. And believe me, there's plenty of people on this planet that had no business having children that did have children. So it can go yeah. the you know, it can go the other way. Sometimes it's okay if you mm. can't have children. So it's this age old thing, isn't it? Old age thing. Yeah. Career or children. Career or children. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose your career over children? Yep, exactly. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah. And and down the road, things could change for you, and all of a sudden, one day, you might wake up and say, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> and yeah, then exactly. You, and then you pursue whatever you can at that time, and, and all yeah. will be well. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Never say never. So what would you, what advice, what's the biggest piece of advice that you would give other Turner Syndrome women and girls? Mm-hmm. Don't Google, but if you're going to Google, Google the right places like the U.S. Society and mm-hmm. the Turner Syndrome Support Society UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're in England, NHS. Because mm-hmm. you know that they're reliable places to get your information from and get your heart checked. That's so important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's an interesting point that you bring up about watching what information you're getting when you do research. Mm. I guess I'd never yeah. really thought about that before. That's a really good piece of advice. Like, really take with a grain of salt yeah. what you're reading on the internet. <laughs> because believe it yeah. or not, not and everything just, on the internet is true <laughs> as much as we, oh, you know. No. Yeah. No. And it's just, I, yeah. And just make sure you reach out to the right people. Like, there's always, if you're in the UK, there's always Arlene, the CEO of the Turner Syndrome Support Society, and there's countless organizations in the U.S., I think, and all over the world. Mm-hmm. What is the so healthcare system like for the for Turner Syndrome women and girls in the U.K.? Is there a strong system so, there over there? Yes, yeah, there is. So we have dedicated clinics. To turners and dedicated doctors. Oh, um, we wonderful. have some of the best doctors, which is amazing. Um, yeah, and we have a conference every year, um, not for the last couple of years because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But 
we have a conference every year and some of the medical professionals come and speak at it, which is amazing. Um, yeah, it's really good system, really good system over right here. That's great. I wish that our United States system would take some some notes from other places because I've heard and heard the same thing in other places that they have really good systems in place and and not that the mm-hmm. United States doesn't but I feel like with rare diseases like Turner syndrome and other things that we're very much lacking in the United States. Oh, okay. Um mm. I mean, not that we don't have doctors that understand, and I mean, we have good doctors, we have a good medical system, but um, that's part mm. of where my passion comes from with this podcast and raising awareness, because mm-hmm. I feel like we could do so much more than yeah than we're doing, and I don't know what the There's answers to that are. I can't, you know, I'm just I'm just doing my small part to hopefully make a little bit of change, and bring a little oh, bit of definitely. awareness, you know, to Turner syndrome. Mm. And I've said this before, but I think it's really important with podcasts like ours because you get the medical information, which is fine, which is great. It's what you need. But I think the day-to-day is so important. I think hearing about other people's day-to-day life is so important because yes. maybe it could help prepare you for that situation. Um, yeah, I just think it's really important to hear other people's experiences and day-to-day life. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I didn't, when I first started this podcast, I didn't really realize that that's what I was going to be doing with this podcast. I had a Mm. whole different like vision in my head and I'm Mm. so glad that it's turned into what it has of what it has. It's just a podcast sharing stories and that's, yeah, that's the most important thing is just getting our stories out there and, like you said, sharing the day-to-day things that nobody really talks about, you know. Yeah, yeah, and helping people not to feel alone. Yes, absolutely. I think it's super important. Well, what would you like – sorry, I'm shifting back to the <laughs> podcast for a second. What would you like to see in the fu- future of Turner Syndrome Talk and Tea? Um, I don't know. So the day that this goes out, I'm doing a radio interview, mm-hmm. um, and with Chat and Spin, it's called. It's online, and I put all my details on how you can listen on my Instagram. Yes. Um, so it's really exciting because it reaches nearly one million people. Oh wow! So it'd be so exciting to see where that goes, if anywhere. Yeah. Um. And just, I'm not really, I like looking at numbers, but the numbers are only going to increase the more episodes you put out. So that's a right. given. So you know it's going to do that. Yeah. Um, so I don't really look at numbers. I just love doing my podcast and I want it to continue for like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. I don't really have any specific goals right now. My my goal is just yeah. to keep going. Um, I'm still fairly mm-hmm. a newbie at all of this. Um, I've been at it for almost a year now, so it's still fairly new, honestly, in, in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things. 
And yeah, I'm kind of with you. I just want to keep going <laughs> and keep sharing yeah. and, just, and just see yeah. where it leads, you know, because you never know. Yeah. No, exactly. And I do my interviews on Zoom. So, and it's like just me and that person that I'm interviewing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just forget <laughs> there's going to be a podcast episode. I just sit there and I just think it's a normal chat, which it is. Mm-hmm. It's on us. Yeah. And it, that's what I like. That's what I liked being interviewed for your show. It did. It was very relaxed, and yeah, it yeah. just felt like a little a little chat. And that's what I hope people feel when they're on my show. That it's I try to be very relaxed yeah. and and just mm-hmm. you know relaxed and comfortable. So that's the most yeah. important well, thing. I, I feel very relaxed and very comfortable. <laughs> well, good. And I have a cup of tea. And I have a cup of tea, by the way. Oh, awesome. <laughs> just <laughs> well, I just have... to, like, you know, stay on brand. Yeah, I have coffee. So you, we, we, oh, have okay. a, we have coffee and tea together. We're having coffee and tea together nice. today. <laughs> um. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> well, I sure appreciate your time today, and I'm so excited to have you on the show and I was so honored to be a guest on your show tell us where we can before I let you go today please tell us where we can find Turner Syndrome Talking Tea and listen to your wonderful podcast so it's on Apple it's on Spotify it's on Stitcher Anchor um, and loads of other places which I've all listed in my Instagram at Turner Syndrome Talking Tea um, all lowercase, no spaces in between. And, yeah, I've really, really loved this. Thank you, Jenna. Well, thank you for all you're doing, and thank you for having me on your show and coming on my show. And I think it's so important for any other podcasters out there that have a, um, a podcast with Turner Syndrome. I'm sure Emily or myself would be glad to be a part of your podcast have you be a part of ours i just think it just builds Mm, definitely we just need to keep building this community because it's so important the work that we're all doing and yeah i just think it's wonderful this sense of community that you can get from the podcast yes exactly and before i go i just want to mention that um when you shared about being on my podcast Yes. I think if it's one of your listeners reached out and they want to be on mine. <laughs> yeah, so it's amazing absolutely. what what it can do. Yes, definitely. If there's any any listeners out there that um, want to be a part of either one of our podcasts, please reach out. Both of us are, are yeah. more than happy to have guests on our show, and we will definitely get you on the show for sure. So, yes, please reach out to Either one of us, we would love to have you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I will let you get back to your day today. Again, thank you so much, Emily, for being on the show today and and letting me be a part of your show. And Thank you, Jenna. And anyone out there listening, please reach out to us if you are interested in in being on one of our podcasts. And definitely... 100% 100% you should all be following Turner Syndrome Talk and Tea. Make sure you reach out to either one of us and we would love to have you on our show. So we hope we both hope you have a 
wonderful day. And we'll catch you on the next episodes of Butterfly Banter Podcast or Turner Syndrome Talk and Tea or both if you want to do both. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a great day and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.